yo, 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 welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I'm your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, somewhat best friend in the whole wide world. Mike is in the building. Go ahead and say whatever you want to say, Mike. It's probably, hey, what's up? Hi, what's up? Really original, really creative, Mike. You guys might know me as Chris from Chris vs. the World, my comedy channel, Laser Lemming, my gaming channel, uploaded.com, brings them all together like one great familia de feliz. We'll say that that is correct Spanish. It has been a fun, fun week, mostly because it is ending, and we have a great show for y'all. By the way, this is a show, a podcast, comedy advice to fix your life. We are on everywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast, Podcast Republic, one of those things. We're everywhere. We're in lots of places. What I'm trying to say is that you should subscribe to this show and you should tell other people about this show and maybe give us a five-star review on iTunes because that five-star review on iTunes spreads throughout the entire podcast spherical. It is all over the place. iTunes really, or Apple, really controls podcasts to a huge degree. So your positive thoughts and mostly your positive written words and five stars really goes a long way in promoting this show and getting us to the eight billion listenership that we are so striving to achieve. Whew. I've got a lot of words this morning. This morning I'm recording this very late at night. So uh obviously a little wired here. I'm I'm trying to make the show as hyped as possible while also you know, getting through it, getting through it. What I'm trying to say is that we have a great show for y'all this week. Normally I say that about a minute earlier, but we do have a great show for y'all this week. We're going to be talking about the, the, the new star Wars show on Disney plus. We're also going to be talking about monkey paw hotel rooms. We're going to be talking about a new half-life game, Google Stadia listener questions, and some special new additions to this show. So let's get into it. Why not? Why not? Let's just do it. So last week on this show, Episode 59, I was running my mouth like I was just some kind of big shot, right? Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I just kept saying that, yo, next week's going to be big. Next week is going to be huge. Next week is going to be a big show. I've got big plans for next week. Well, Mike, I looked at my calendar yesterday and I said, oh, (laughs) oh shit, it's next week already. So... Now I feel like I really have to deliver. I feel like I really have to put something forward. So I'm just going to say it right in the front of the show. Right in the beginning, no BSing. I've made a friend or two for Chris to Chris. Mike, I finally crossed something off of the, the Chris to Chris bucket list. By the way, I have a bucket list for this show. First of all, it's getting 8 billion listeners as I've established many times already. Second on the bucket list is to fire Mike. So look out for that. Anyway... For a long time now, I've been planning to invest more into the show. And last week, I said that we were committing more to our social media, our our Twitter and our Facebook and Instagram. And I think we're getting there. I think we're actually putting more energy there. And we want to get more more people uh, following and sharing and doing all that nonsense. But our next step is to start bribing people with prizes. And I think that will be fun. So look out for that. And, you know, maybe follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Uploaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Also, Uploaded.com. Why not? But we're not just investing into social media. We are also investing more just into this show in general. 
the production values of this show, I should be more specific. So for 59 episodes, I think we were missing intros for our tip of the week and our listener questions. And I've been wanting to fix that almost since day one. I've, I've had ideas and, and jingles in my head that I wanted to bring to life that my talented singing voice just couldn't do. So I wanted to bring other voices into this. So I'm not going to jerk you around too much because I have a jingle for our next segment. And if you've been listening to the show, you know what the next segment is. So right now, I proudly present to you. It's just the tip of the week. You like that? You like that? I'm probably definitely going to play with it a bit as we go on. But I kind of like it. I kind of like it a lot. That That's sung by Vicki Fisher. She did it for us as a favor after we paid her money. And I think she did a great job. So, yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's fun. Like I said, we're going we're gonna to play with it a lot. We're going to play with all of this stuff a lot. It's going to be a big toy box for Chris. Chris and Mike. Mike who does nothing. So, let's get into it. Let's get into our tip of the week. Last week, Disney launched Disney+. Plus. Mike, do you have Disney Plus? Probably not, right? Uh, you don't seem to do anything. I had a big plan for Disney Plus personally. In my own personal life, I thought, okay, I know what I'm going to do when it comes to Disney Plus. I was going to let Disney air every episode of The Mandalorian. That's the Star Wars show. I was going to let them air every single episode, and then I was going to subscribe for like a month so that I could binge through the whole thing, right? Why not? Why not? And I think they have a free month trial, so I could have gotten it for free. Honestly, I don't really need to watch Disney movies all the time, right? I have like a hundred years worth of Netflix and HBO and Hulu and Prime shit to catch up on, right? Not to mention shows like Better Call Saul that's not airing live on any of them. So I wasn't really interested in getting another streaming service, but I am pretty sure that parents are legally required to have Disney Plus by 2021. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I I'm going to be a parent next year, but I don't think I don't think infants, young infants necessarily need to watch Disney movies. Disney didn't really exist uh for infants in the 1800s, so I think I'll be okay. There's this story going around that if you are a Verizon customer, you get a year of Disney Plus for free. But I am a Verizon customer, and I know that that's just not true. See, you can't just be a Verizon customer. You also need to be subscribed to their unlimited data package in order to qualify for that one year of Disney+. And the good news is that it's only $20 more per line every month just to get that unlimited data. And I've only got two lines that I'm paying for. So I've got a tough choice on my hands. See, I could spend $40 every month so that Verizon will give me Disney Plus for a year. Or I can go straight to Disney and spend $7 a month just to watch The Mandalorian and Gargoyles and Darkwing Duck, right? Or I could tell both companies to blow it out their ass and just pirate the whole thing, right? I don't know. I don't know what to do. But what I'm doing right now isn't working, right? It's not working. It's not working. Mike, the third episode of Boba Fett's Accordion launches today. And so far, people are doing a bang-up job. And I mean an 
excellent bang-up job of spoiling every moment of this show for me. I haven't seen a single episode, but I know everything that happens. At least it feels that way. Mike, did you know that there's a baby on this show? Or that the Mandalorian helped take down Pablo Escobar in the 90s? Narcos, buddy. The world wants to punish me for not having Disney Plus right away. Absolutely. I'm very much convinced of it at this point. I had a coworker come up to me right after the first episode aired. He walked up straight to my desk and he said, Baby, boom, I just spoiled the show for you. That's how I heard it, at least. And then the internet walked up to me and did the same thing. Mike, it's everywhere I go online. It's everywhere. News websites, social media, everywhere. Baby, baby, baby is all over the place. And I know it's in this show because everyone is posting pictures of baby on their timeline like it was their baby. Mike, Mike, I have forever been robbed of my own baby reveal moment. It's like I lost my innocence. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. So this week's tip, and I mean this honestly, this week's tip is to never ever become interested in anything pop culture related. Unless you're willing to suspend every single dime you have on it and be there right away, day one. Otherwise, you're just going to be sad and disappointed and know too much about baby Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. Mike, 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 Mike. 12 years ago, I can't believe it's been 12 years for fuck's sake. 12 years ago, this little company by the name of Valve released this game called Half-Life 2 Episode 2. It was the continuation of the Half-Life 2 story. And the plan was to put out three chapters, Half-Life uh, 2 Episode 1, Episode 2, Episode 3. It was supposed to be this whole big thing. And if you played Half-Life 2 Episode 2, you know that it ends on a cliffhanger. And I know that it ends on a cliffhanger because I've beaten it like five times. If you guys don't know Half-Life, it's uh, like one of the most uh, revolutionary first-person shooter games. And there's only technically been two games. I'd say uh, two and a half if you include the other episodes. They're like short little spin-offs. Not even spin-offs. They're just continuations that are told through more of a, a chapter form. But they're great games. They're great games. I love them. I played the hell out of them. I'm going to play them again because of this news. But something happened with uh, Valve over the last decade or so. See, they, they made this uh, thing called Steam around the time Half-Life 2 launched. And if you don't know Steam, it's pretty much the uh, most popular way to play PC games today, 2019. So Valve liked what they were doing. They were making a lot of money. They they stopped focusing on making awesome games and started making a shitload of money instead. Mike, they get like 30%, a third of every game sold on Steam. They get a third of the profits, a third of the, the cost. $60 game, they get like 20 bucks at least. And almost every PC game has been sold on Steam for like the last decade, right? Anyway, there's been some leaks recently saying that Valve was working on this VR game. Well, they finally confirmed the news and said that Half-Life Alex is coming to VR this year. And if you're like Mike and you didn't beat Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and 2 like half a dozen times, Alex is one of the main characters from Half-Life 2. She's a pretty big deal. She's a pretty big deal and she's getting her own game. 
It's a VR game. So they put out this trailer on Thursday, and it looks, honestly, to me, like one of the best VR games ever made, at least so far. They also said it's going to be about as long as Half-Life 2, which was not a short game, by the way. I don't know if I established this. I said it was a revolutionary game. It was a first-person shooter, sci-fi first-person shooter. And Half-Life 2, I want to say it's at least 15 hours long, maybe longer, give or take. You know, a little shorter, a little longer, depending on how fast you play through it. But it's a long, awesome game. Revolutionary for its time. So I'm very much looking forward to this. I saw the trailer. Maybe we'll put the trailer up on our website. But I'm looking forward to it. I've got VR. I'm blessed there. I can play this. I checked the the system requirements, and I can play this game. Boom, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there to play countless amounts of VR. I don't know if you guys care about that or not, but to me, this is a pretty big deal, so that's why I wanted to share it with you. I'm talking about a dozen years waiting for a cliffhanger to be resolved, even though this is technically a a prequel. Anyway, Google Stadia also launched this week. Mike, did you buy Google Stadia this week? Uh, No. No, no, you didn't. Nobody did. Apparently, Stadia might have bombed, which is, you know, kind of shocking to hear. You know, who could have guessed it would bomb? Just because Google shuts down like 90% of their projects within a few years or because you have to pay full price for a game that you can only access through a browser or an app that requires an online connection or because you burn through your bandwidth and you still end up with a pixelated YouTube-like picture or because half the features that Google promised were not available at launch and still aren't available right now or because millions of people can't play your games right now because they don't have access to decent internet speeds. You know I don't think that those things would be a problem for anybody. I obviously do not like Google Stadia yet. I don't I don't I don't think it's a a solid product yet. I think there's a lot of things going against it and anybody with half a brain, Google included, Google has people much smarter than myself working there, working for Stadia or working on Stadia. So, I think this is just uh arrogance. I think this is them biting off more than they can chew. I think this is them uh, overestimating themselves to a great degree. However, I also think that streaming games probably is the future. You know, barring some kind of post-apocalyptic future where uh, power is killed or the internet is killed, I think video games are heading in this direction. You know, as long as uh, internet infrastructure continues to improve. If we go to 5G and then 6G, this is happening. This is happening. Like it or not, streaming probably is the future. Uh, you will no longer be owning a game. At least the new big games, that is likely the future. But I just don't think we're there yet. And Google really, really thought that they could pull one out their ass here, and it doesn't look like they've achieved it. Anyway, let's move on. I want to get back to our show, Chris to Chris. See, like I said, I've decided to invest more into Chris to Chris because if I don't put in more effort, I won't see more results. And like I said, we're trying to get 8 billion people listening to the show, so I have to put in a lot of effort. So now, you know, we got Vicky Fisher laying down vocals for the tip of the week, but what about listener questions? You know, well, we've got Mike who is, of course, useless. But we also have Ken's lovely acoustic song, which we've used a couple times. We'll probably sprinkle it in every now and then as well. By the way, if you make us a decent song, I want to play it on the show. I want to play it on the show because, like I said, we're trying to get 8 billion people listening to this show, and the more interaction we have, the better. The better. Anyway, what I'm trying to say 
is that we hired a new voice to the Chris to Chris team. And he's actually been standing in the corner this entire time we've been recording. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. We're going to introduce the new guy in a few minutes. But first, let's move on to the news. Maybe we should change the news song to something about Japan because we seem to be getting a lot of stories from Japan lately. And uh, this week is no different. So this guy, his name is uh, Tetsuya Inou. I don't think I'm pronouncing his last name right, so we're just going to call him Tetsuya. He's 27 years old. He took over his grandma's hotel last year, which is called the Asahi Ryokan Hotel in Fukuoka. I'm sure I'm pronouncing everything 100% accurate. This uh, this hotel, it's an old hotel, so business really wasn't popping for old Tetsuya, right? But one day, a British YouTuber spent the night, and he live-streamed his stay at this hotel, which gave Tetsuya an idea. He's looking at him, he's like, whoa, well, this guy's streaming at my hotel. He's probably making money. So he decided to rent out one room in this hotel for just a dollar a night. He chose room eight, which was the room that nobody liked. Nobody liked room eight. So he thought, look, 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 look. I'm already charging. He's probably, I'm assuming, he's probably already charging less for this room in general. People don't like it. Let's make some money off of it. Let's spin this. Let's turn this around. So he said, the catch here, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to charge one buck a night. But the catch is that Tetsuya had installed cameras all over this hotel this, this roommate, he installed cameras so that he could live stream the, the guest stay to YouTube. Tetsuya said, Young people nowadays don't care much about privacy. Some of them say it's okay to be watched for just one day. <laughs> so the idea here is to make money by streaming, you know, through ad revenue or, or donations, through Super Chat, that sort of thing. It's like the idea is to make money, not because I guess he loses money by charging a buck a day for this ho- for this hotel room, you know, just for the electricity cost alone, the water alone. I'm sure he's losing money. But he plans to make up for that and more by making money through the stream. So that's what he's doing. And you might think, that's weird. That's creepy. But I got to say, this guy's not a monster. He's not a monster. He didn't put any cameras in the bathrooms. And the live streams don't have any sound. So you can say whatever foul thing you want. Nobody's going to hear it unless they can lip read you. Right? So you're literally just there to be silently watched by lunatics all around the world. So I decided to watch one of these videos live. And I guess Tetsuya didn't have anybody sleeping in room 8 that day. Because the guy was just streaming himself sleeping in his own home. He had a sign in Japanese and English saying he was tired and he was going to bed. So I was just watching a Japanese guy sleeping. Uh, YouTube is, is, is practically a, a post-apocalyptic wasteland these days, though, if you're a creator. So they've got a bunch more rules. And at the hotel, the big rule is that you can't perform any quote-unquote lewd acts in front of the cameras. So you you uh, rent out roommate. You're planning to be celibate. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't do anything sexual. That means no banging, Mike. 
but I'm not sure why, because all the private parts in Japan are blurry and mosaic from what I understand. But honestly, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think streaming this, I think streaming a, a, a room to make money in 2019 and 2020 is actually a pretty clever idea. But YouTube is a cruel bitch, right? It's a cruel bitch. You know, you know, somebody is going to forget that they're on camera one day and whip something out. Could be a, a genital. It could be a titty. It's going to, something's going to get whipped out. You know what's going to happen. And then what happens? You get banned. You get banned. I'm hoping YouTube doesn't ban this guy. You know, his hotel is counting on thousands of people to just silently watch other people sit around in their hotel room. The world is weird now. The world is weird now. So that's what's going on in the news. Anyway, I want to get back to the new guy on Chris to Chris. You know, in the past, everybody knew this show. Everybody knew Chris to Chris as the podcast that was starring Chris, Mike, and Vicky Fisher. But the family is growing today. It's growing by one more. So today, I am proud to introduce the newest member of the Chris to Chris family, Dell. Dell will be introducing the listener questions most of the time on this show. You know, he's usually just going to be standing in that corner and chilling, but he's also going to be Jamaican the entire time. Del, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself so the people at home know you're real? I'm definitely a real person in the room. Thanks, Del. You're going to make a great addition to this show. I know it. I know it. Anyway, we've got to move on, which means that for the first time, Del is going to lead us into our next segment. Del, Tell them what time it is. Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. <laughs> That's never going to get old. Let's do it. Let's answer some questions. Ken asks, why were my questions so serious last time? Ken's questions in episode 59 were, of course, notoriously serious. You guys should go ahead and listen to episode 59 if you haven't already. Ken, the reasons your questions were so serious last week were because you're a Pisces. And last week was a very serious time for Pisces, Ken. I hope you're doing better. Devin asks, have you ever considered switching places with Mike? <laughs> That's a great idea. Mike, 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 wake up. Maybe next week you can actually try and I'll just be the useless asshole that doesn't contribute anything to this show. Hmm, maybe we'll do that. Colos Dolos asks, is your laundry room still for rent? Do you allow pets? I'm glad you asked, Colos. Yes, our laundry room is still for rent. If you are interested, we do allow pets, but there is a $1,000 cleaning deposit, and it costs an extra $200 a month to uh, have a pet of any kind, whether it be fish, turtle, or loud barking dog. We do highly encourage people with pets, of course. Yuli asks, is it appropriate to play Ariana Grande Christmas music yet? <laughs> well, Yuli, that depends on whether or not you're trying to seduce somebody, because I've heard that album at least once, and from what I remember, it is all about banging on Christmas. So if, you are, if you're looking to seduce somebody in a holiday manner, yes, it is absolutely the time to play the Ariana Grande Christmas album. Ken asks, if you found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, would you keep it or return it to the leprechaun? Ken, you're the first person to ever ask me that question. Not even a leprechaun has asked me that question. I once saw the first 15 minutes of this inspiring movie called Leprechaun in the Hood 2. 
And from what I remember, a rainbow appears in the beginning of this movie. And this is the sequel. So if you haven't seen the first Leprechaun in the Hood, you could be kind of lost. And I didn't see the entirety of the first Leprechaun in the Hood. Anyway, this rainbow appears in the Hood, right? Of course, like like it usually does. Rainbow appears in the Hood. And of course, the uh, the gangsters who were survived in the first movie are worried as shit. Because you know what happens when a rainbow appears in the Hood? Leprechauns, right? So this guy, this gangster, he he sees the the, the rainbow. And he immediately pulls out his gun, his gat, and he starts popping off at the rainbow. Immediately, this guy is shooting at the rainbow. And I could be misremembering the details, but this is how I remember it. These, This is the impression you made on me, Leprechaun in the Hood 2 producers. Okay, This guy starts shooting his gun at a rainbow. Just at a rainbow. He's, he's like, oh, hell no. There's a rainbow, and I know what that means. Trouble. So he starts popping his gun at a rainbow. And I'm laughing my ass off. And then, you know, shit starts to really go down. I think a leprechaun pops out or something. It's bad news. It's bad news. So, no, Ken. No, Ken. I, I know that uh, leprechauns, they, 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 they wouldn't give the money to me. If I lost the money, if I lost the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, you know they ain't returning it to me. They're going out terrorizing gangsters in the hood. So, no. No. I would probably pull out my gun and start shooting at the rainbow with him. Devin asks, what's the deal with airplane food? Wonderful question, Devin. Wonderful question. Honestly, I don't know. I think, uh, I think I am too poor to, to use any decent or ha experience any decent airplane food. I very rarely get to fly on an airplane that doesn't start with South and end in West. I'm usually on the most budget ticket possible. One day I plan to change that. One day I plan to pollute the skies with my own private jet, helping to contribute to this uh, planet's uh, climate crisis, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Air, airplane food sucks. If, you, if you're on Southwest, you know, what, you know what it is. Southwest knows what it is. They know it's a joke. They said, look, dude, you want the peanuts? We got peanuts this week. You want the pretzels? That's what we got this week. The pretzels ain't nothing to, they ain't nothing to write home about. They're, they're, they're plain, very little salt. They're just, they're, I think they barely, barely qualify as food. The peanuts, they're decent, but you know, last few times I've flown Southwest, they haven't been enthusiastic about giving me their peanuts. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with airplane food. I did have an actual... Did I have a meal? I went on a, a, a flight to Hawaii about three years ago. And they did give me a little plastic cup full of wine. And I think they might have given me some food, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a nice full meal. So I think the deal with airplane food is that it practically doesn't exist anymore. That's what I think. But also, you know, like I said, poor. So if you guys want to get me to 8 billion listeners real quick, that would help me help elevate me to, to higher classes. And uh, I could see the first class way of living and see when people get to eat on an airplane. You know, it, it's some bullshit. 9-11 uh, is some bullshit. 9-11 really screwed up airplane travel a lot. A lot. You got not, not only do you have to take off your shoes, right? You have to take off your shoes, but now you can't bring a bottle of water from, from your car to the plane. Not possible. Not possible. That water, that liquid, is obviously some sort of bomb. It's obviously some sort of ingredient to blow up the plane. 
But you know what? The good news is, the good news is that you can throw away that water. You could dump it right before you walk through that metal detector, right? And then you can go to the uh, airplane store. The store is across the air, uh, the air airport. And you could spend $5 on a bottle of sink water from Dasani or Aquafina. Wow. What a wonderful world. Thank you. Thank you, terrorists. Thank you, Dick Cheney. Fucking pricks. All of you. <laughs> That's the deal with airplane food, I guess. Jeez. Uh, Ken asks, did you know Mike spelled backwards is Ekim, which is Turkish for October? With that knowledge, why wasn't Mike born in October? I actually looked this up, and it's completely true what Ken just said. Turkish, or Ekim in Turkish, is October. I don't know. I don't know how this stumbled upon Ken's desk here, but he's right. And Mike, I, I don't remember what month we said you were born in. Were you at least conceived in October? Uh, next question, though. All right, we're we're gonna move on, but uh, we'll we'll let that marinate. I don't I don't know why Mike wasn't born in October, or if he in fact was not born in October, but he doesn't want to talk about it right now. But thanks for the question, Ken. I will uh, pester him with that later. Devin asks, "What is your most favorite freeway in Southern California?" That's awesome. That is an awesome question, and something that many people around this uh, eight billion uh, listenership can relate to. There's a lot of great freeways in Southern California to choose from, like the 101. That's a classic if you've ever traveled uh, east to west uh, from L.A. or back. You are bound to get stuck on the 101. The 101 is like what's called a a moving parking lot. I'm going to uh, coin that phrase right now. It's a moving parking lot. And it's always a moving parking lot. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as there's a sun somewhere out, could be in China, could be in L.A., as long as you can see a sun somewhere on planet Earth, the 101 is a shit show. I also like the the 15. That's more Inland Empire relevant. But it's also relevant to anybody that ever wanted to go to Las Vegas from Southern California. The the 15 is often a, a shit show itself. Oh, by the way, I, I keep saying the word the in front of these freeway names because I am from Southern California. And apparently that's something that just Southern Californians do. Most of you guys just say 101 or 15. We like to say the because that sounds more grammatically pleasant to us uh, yuppies in Southern California. I also like the 60. The 60 has been great to me. If I want to waste hours of my day coming to and from work, I choose the 60. I also like the 91. Shout out to the 91 for charging me to go on the freeway for charging me, making me go on a website and get confused about what I need to be paying. Which, was I on this exit? What was it? Oh, I know. The camera will tell me later when I get a letter saying I owe thousands of dollars. I actually know a guy who uh, was trying to game that system by by uh, putting a, uh, the what is it, the, the dealership plate? You know, that paper plate that just says, hey, I bought this at Norm Reeves Auto Superstore or whatever, Cerritos Auto Center. And uh, eventually they put out a cop just for him. You know, he was doing that every every uh, day. He would just drive through the uh, the cameras on the 91. And eventually they uh, put out a cop just for this guy. And he his ass got busted. So uh, rest in peace to his bank account. Devin asks, 
Have you ever eaten a potato raw with no clothes on? I only eat raw potatoes when I think about sex. And if you eat enough raw potatoes when you're horny, you will never have a sexual thought again. So thanks for that question, Devin. Yilly asks, will you ever record an entire podcast while blindfolded? Yilly, I think we can do even better. I think we should record an entire podcast while blindfolded and gagged with a sock in our mouth. You know, so we could, we could fight child abuse like a cartoon character profile picture on Facebook. We're going to do the same thing. Ken asks, will you be celebrating Thanksgiving even though, whoa, even though we all know Christopher Columbus was not a Viking? Yes. Yes, Ken. Even though Christopher Columbus was not a Viking, I will be celebrating Thanksgiving this year, which, oh my gosh, it's next week. Actually, Thanksgiving falls on a Thursday this year, which is our usual night to record, so I'm kind of in a pickle here. And we have guests coming over that night, so it might be hard, but maybe we can bullshit our way through an episode next week. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Man, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. (sighs) Ken asks, can you say hi to Devin for me? All right, I think we can make this happen. We did it a few weeks ago for Yilly from Devin. So in order to do this, we do have to put it to a vote. That is the rule. So all those in favor of saying hi to Devin from Ken, say aye. 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 Nay. All right, the ayes have it. Devin, Ken says hi. That is all the listener questions we have this week. It has been a great week for listener questions, I think. I personally think. But let's go ahead and wrap the show up with some poll results. As you guys might know, every week we do a poll on our Twitter page at Uploaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Follow us. Go ahead and follow us. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us, please. That's what I'm trying to say. So last week we asked, what do you think of the new Sonic design? And, I, you know, last week I said, you know, we're going we're gonna to post pictures of the new Sonic design. But I found out that Twitter, although it adds more poll results, you can have more poll options on Twitter than you can on Facebook, which, by the way, Facebook's uh, poll options are now zero because you can't add any polls on Facebook because Facebook sucks. Follow us on Facebook, by the way, at Up and Loaded. But uh, Twitter does not allow you to put pictures as of right now on your poll options. So, sorry, I'm just going by the idea that you remember what Sonic looked like in the first trailer and in the new trailer. So we asked on our Facebook, on our Twitter poll, we said, what do you think of the new Sonic design? Most of you agreed with each other. Some of you not so much. 60% of you said that Sonic, he can't hurt me anymore. I'm glad he's changed. I'm glad he changed. 40% of you, though, said, bring him back. Bring back the blue demon spawn that was the original Sonic trailer. We have a new poll this week. We have a new poll. Not Sonic-related at all. The new poll question asks on our Twitter, at Up and Loaded, we said, what is the best way to play Google Stadia? Go ahead and answer that on our Twitter. Maybe let somebody else answer it on your Twitter as well. Don't forget to subscribe to this show, Chris to Chris, for new episodes every single Friday. You know, except maybe next week. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a great, good way to sell our show by saying, hey, maybe next week we'll bail on you. So maybe not. Maybe we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to pull one out of our ass. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. You know, unless we don't. This has been episode 60 of Chris to Chris. Go ahead and do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else. <laughs>